This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about pilots report UFOs over Canada. That's correct. Pilots report UFOs over Canada. Specifically, we're talking about the string reports that happened in 2023. The article comes to us from ctvnews.ca, ctvnews.ca. I'll have a link there at the Ko-Fi website. As always, thanks to the folks that support there and at Spotify. Also, don't forget to uh, like, follow, and subscribe. doesn't cost a dime. UFO reports from pilots include intense and unusual lights over Canada in 2023, the title reads. They say early on February 12, 2023, at least three different flights over Quebec reported seeing very strange lights in the sky high above the flight paths that were moving in a rapid and irregular way. It looks like it's more than one and sort of circling a crew member aboard a cargo flight from Chicago to Luxembourg told air traffic controllers in Canada, according to audio obtained by ctvnews.ca. It's a bit weird. A bit weird indeed. ctvnews.ca has identified at least 17 reports like these from 2023 in an online aviation incident database maintained by Transport Canada, the Federal Transportation Department. Those reports come from across the country and involve pilots and crew with WestJet, Air France, British Airways, and more. You can read all the reports in an exclusive interactive map. Now, think about that. 17 reports that they're just telling you about. So you're having one and a half to two reports every month on these things. They're there. They're in the air. They're in the flight pass. They're a problem. But no one seems to care. This... Uh, Map it says selected incidents from the Silver Aviation Daily Occurrence Reporting from Systems KDARS 2023. You can go to the Ko-Fi site and link to it. It's pretty cool. It's got a picture of the continental United States and Canada, and then it has like a red triangle for each one of these sightings. Up in northwest Canada, at the very far northwest, it says circling lights, but no known traffic in the area. So someone saw something. They saw these lights, but there was no airplanes around. A little further south, it says rotating light in route to Yellowknife. That was one that made the that made the news. Uh, you have the cockpit, the cockpit recording on that. Real weird. Here's one. Flashing lights alternating green, red, white. Unidentified object at 33,000 feet further down here in the north uh, east Atlantic area of the U.S. 33,000 feet. Right about where these planes are flying at. They're saying, hey, there's UFOs here. Uh, a light pattern. Uh, this is up around the uh, area, up around Maine, I think. Unusual lights moving erratically. More East Coast stuff. Unknown flying objects in Central Atlantic. So they're clawed into the ocean. 30 minutes of very strange lights, we're told, up here in Northeast U.S., up around uh, New Hampshire, Vermont area. 
They're all over the place. It says incident details are based solely on information available in the hyperlink cadres report, including event descriptions that are quoted therefrom. So in other words, they're just taking the, the uh, report from the pilot, they're posting it online. You know, I don't think the U.S. has anything quite this easy to use. It goes on, it says, just to let you know, there was a flight from the south. They saw the same thing roughly a half hour ago, an air traffic controller told the Luxembourg-bound cargo flight on February 12th. So this thing's been hanging up there in the air for a half hour. So I guess we're not just dreaming then, huh? The aviator said. No, you're not the first one tonight. Roughly 24 hours later, air traffic controllers received another report, this time from an Edmonton to Yellowknife flight reported by Air Tendi that reported observing a rotating light at 30,000 feet over northern Alberta. When something similar was spotted near Yellowknife late on January 29th, air traffic controllers sent a vital intelligence sighting report to NORAD, the joint Canada-U.S. Air Defense Group. We're looking at two lights dancing around here to the east of your field, a crew member aboard a Canadian northern flight from Fort McCurry said as they approached Yellowknife. On January 29th, according to air traffic control audio previously published by ctvnews.ca, we're not crazy. So they see these things around this, looks like a military field, and they're reporting it. But no one's figuring out what it is. Increasingly referred to as unidentified anomalous phenomena. I don't know about that, or UAP for short. UFOs are identified, or unidentified flying objects have become the focus of the U.S. congressional hearings and official reports from both NASA and the Pentagon. In Canada, the federal government's top scientific advisor has also launched the Sky Canada Project, which plans to release a public UAP report in 2024. Well, maybe they can uh, talk to us about that one that was shot down over the Yukon by U.S. fighter jets and we never have got a, 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 a cockpit video from. Transport Canada's aviation incident database contains reports on everything from bird strikes to unruly passengers. Known as KDORS, it is also peppered with nearly three decades of strange sightings from civilians, soldiers, police officers, air traffic controllers, and pilots on medical, military, cargo, and passenger flights. The most recent 2023 reports come from within an hour of each other when an Atlas air flight from Chicago to Frankfurt and an Air France flight from Los Angeles to Paris separately reported an unidentified object, an object ahead and above with six to seven lights near Toronto early on December 3rd. It's just funny to me how these things just go completely under the radar. So here we have two separate airline crews reporting a UFO over Toronto just about a month and a half ago. And what are we hearing about? Oh, I don't know. The pages on the search engines are filled with stories about uh, supposed mummies from Peru and all sorts of other stories that they can distract us with. But when we have real actual sightings by pilots in the air, it just seems that all we get is crickets. These reports have no potential for regulatory enforcement and often fall outside the department's mandate, a Transport Canada spokesman previously told ctvnews.ca. Reports of unidentified objects can rarely be followed up on as they are, as the title implies, unidentified. Well, they keep telling us that these things are drones and weather balloons and research balloons. Why don't they do a little bit of investigation and find out who put those things up there and then shut those people down because they are endangering passengers on these airlines. 
a small fraction of what pilots are seeing. Robert Powell is a Texas-based engineer and founding board member of the Scientific Coalition for UAP Studies, an international think tank dedicated to applying scientific principles to UAP research. Wouldn't you like to know who pays his salary? Wouldn't you like to know who has so much money that they can create a think tank to talk about UFOs? Doesn't that make you wonder? I suspect that these reports represent a small fraction of what pilots are saying, Pell told ctvnews.ca. Not only does the stigma of making a UAP report still exist, but the reporting forum and the way it is handled would make it clear to any pilot that his report was simply filed away. That's interesting. We're getting a little bit of fair a fair discussion on this. Most reports are provided to federal transportation officials by NAV Canada, a private nonprofit company that owns and operates Canada's civil air traffic control infrastructure. That, that, that sounds so suspect to me. A private nonprofit company owns and operates Canada's civil air traffic control infrastructure. Why in the world would a private company own public air traffic control infrastructure does that seem strange to you do you see do you see this deep state model brewing here private nonprofit company owns and operates Canada's civilian air traffic control infrastructure does that sound okay to you it sounds not okay to me it says the company's aviation guidelines direct pilots over Canada to immediately report a vital intelligence sighting of any airborne and ground objects or activities that appear to be hostile, suspicious, unidentified, or engaged in possible illegal smuggling activity, known as Communications Instructions for Reporting Vital Intelligence Sightings, or CIRVIS, reports NAV Canada even puts unidentified flying objects at the front of the list of examples that also includes foreign submarines and warships. When such reports are made, NAV Canada typically alerts Transport Canada and a NORAD-affiliated Royal Canadian Air Force Squadron in North Bay, Ontario. NAV Canada's Aviation Occurrence Reporting Procedure is used to address instances of, auth of unauthorized or unknown aircraft in NAV Canada Managed Airspace, a company spokesperson told ctvnews.ca. NAV Canada provides all information that it receives on these incidents to the Canadian government. But unless there is a clear safety or security concern, there tends to be little to no follow-up from Canadian authorities. Why would that be? Why would you put a private company in charge of your public your, your public uh, air routes? Why would you do that? Unless somehow there were people at the very center of that operation that were going to profit from this, or that they could control things. And then why would you why would you put this public company, this private company rather, in charge of reporting these UFO sightings that are reported by these pilots? compartmentalizing everything, man. The Canadian Air Forces and the Royal Canadian Air Force do not typically investigate sightings of unknown or unexplained phenomena outside the context of investigating credible threats, potential threats, or a potential distress in the case of search and rescue, a Canadian defense spokesperson says. Yeah, gobbledy, gobbledy, gobbledy gook. At least four incidents appear to have met that criteria between between 2016 and February 2023 when a high-altitude Chinese balloon and three unidentified objects were shot down over North America. You know, we never have seen a video from those three UFOs. It goes on here. It says, a January 31st Air Canada sighting of the balloon over BC also appeared in Transport Canada's digital 
database from unusual lights moving erratically to an intense light seeming to come from the sun. Some of the Canadian UAP cases from 2023 may have straightforward explanations like lights near Hamilton, Ontario and a February 17th report from a remote Northwest Territories airport of a string of lights about a mile long, both possibly sightings of SpaceX and Starlink satellites. You know, I would think these guys would know the difference, which travel on lines of glowing dots. Other incidents involve flashing red and green lights. Could be drones with navigation lights. Reports filed in February and March. You know, if they've got drones at 30,000 feet, we need to find the drone operators and tell them to keep their drones away from these airplanes. More than half the unusual reports filed in 2023 were classified as laser interference incidents while the rest were labeled as service UFOs reports. Well, you know, shouldn't they be able to do a little bit of math and find out where these lasers are coming from? That, that's bothersome to me. Examples of laser interference from 2023 included January 4th, Aeromexico flight from Mexico City to Amsterdam that reported an unusual light pattern in the sky above New Brunswick. A February 7th cargo flight from Miami to Amsterdam that observed unusual lights moving erratically above the same near Halifax. A September 27th British Airways flight from Houston to London that reported a flight above their flight level off the coast of Nova Scotia. And an October 24th WestJet flight from Edmonton to Halifax that reported an intense light seeming to come from the sun over Quebec. So you're seeing these intense, kind of almost orbital light-based UFOs and the best thing they can do is just write them off as lasers. Just crazy. A Transport Canada spokesman previously explained that aviation reports are labeled laser interference when an aircraft is targeted or reported seeing a laser beam or any other direct bright light source. So just call it a laser. If you can't call it a drone and you can't call it a weather balloon, then just call it a laser and we'll pretend like UFOs don't exist. Pal, the UAP researcher, believes the laser label is being misapplied. I would agree with this guy. The laser interference explanation appears to be a catch-all category for pilot reports, Powell said. Laser light sources would be below the craft and not above it. CCTVnews.ca has filed freedom of information requests to get more data on reports like these, which rarely feature more than a line or two of detail. For example, a publicly available January 11, 2023 report from an Exploits Valley Air Services flight over the Gulf of St. Lawrence simply describes bright lights approximately 100 nautical miles from their position. An access to information request filed by the Canada's Department of National Defense revealed a slightly longer report of approximately four bright lights moving around each other, creating geometric shapes, triangled hexagon. So you see what's going on? They're cutting out the good parts so that when the average person just goes through and looks at the condensed report, they think, okay, well, they just saw the reflection of something. Maybe it was the planet Venus or whatever. But when you dig into it, you find out these reports are more detailed. This is why these pilots, really, it would be great if they would just forget about reporting this private uh, nonprofit company that seems to uh, have a monopoly on Canada's uh, airspace. It'd be nice if they would just report this stuff unredacted uh, on any public website, New Fork or MUFON or whatever. But you see what's happening here? You have you, you have this capture of resources, and this this uh, there's this corporate structure that exists globally, 
And people say, well, you're a conspiracy theorist. How could the deep state exist? Well, wake up, uh, take your blinders off, and look around. Everything, everything here, there's a governance set up for everything. And like in Canada right here, they're just showing you this. So you have all this air traffic control going on in Canada. Who, who controls this? Not the government. Oh, no. A private, nonprofit company. Wouldn't it be interesting to see how much money this nonprofit company takes in and how that money is dispersed? So this is, the, this, this is the whole concept of privatizing public resources, okay, and then socializing the cost when one of these private companies goes under. 2008, you have a housing, housing crisis, a bunch of banks go under, a bunch of mortgage insurance companies go under, and instead of those companies having to take the pain, instead of the stockholders in those companies having to uh, pony up and pay off these, these debts, oh no, we socialize all those. Those are all dumped into the national debt so that you and I pay for them as taxpayers. But when some uh, rich resources discovered, or in this case, where we're talking about travel, air travel, this would, you know, most people would consider this a public resource, the skies above, a public resource. And how do they, how do they, how do they control that? Well, they control that with a private company, which claims to be nonprofit. So if it's going to cost money, the public pays for it. If it's going to make money, or if it's a way to control uh, information, data, knowledge about UFOs, then we want to privatize it. The same thing we see going on in the U.S. with all this UFO technology reportedly being uh, uh, outsourced to these private companies or these public companies where we can't access it through FOIA. It's a dirty little trick they use. Government pays for everything, and then they outsource all those resources or give them away to these big corporations. It doesn't matter if we're talking about UFOs or the pharmaceutical uh, industry or you know uh, public health care or the public highway system. It's this pattern over and over and over again. Public resources being exploited by private companies, sometimes for profit, sometimes not for profit. And they're doing the same thing with UFOs. They're exploiting all the knowledge. This knowledge that we're talking about right here with these pilots reporting these UFO sightings, they should never be sent to a private company, profit or nonprofit. They should be posted, uh, you know, at the city square where we can all see them. There should be a uh, government or public run website somewhere where these guys are able just to put up there what they see this is what i saw post it and if they post it anonymously or whatever but they should be able to put it up there without fear retribution unredacted for the entire world to see but once again we see what's happening in canada the same thing here you have a department in this case a private nonprofit company in our case it would be the faa acting as a gatekeeper to ufo knowledge over and over why would they do that Start asking questions. Why would they do that? There has to be a reason. Now, I'm going to finish up here. and We're running a little bit long, but I would recommend that you go to see this. Uh, you can go to the link at, at uh, Ko-Fi. You can play some of the, some of the uh, conversations between the pilots and ground control. The, the sound quality is not great, but you, can get the, the, you get the gist of what's going on here. The pilots are seeing UFOs. 
They're afraid to say, I saw a UFO. So they say things like, well, I saw a light. The ground control sometimes supports them, sometimes plays along. And then eventually you have this report that's sent into this private company. And oftentimes they will strip it out. And so if you go to look for the reports as an investigative journalist or just somebody who cares, what you get is this summarized report. And then you really have to dig further to find the actual report. So they're, they are putting all of this data uh, kind of not behind a paywall, but behind a wall, making it harder and harder to find. It's really scandalous what's being done here. Now, I'll finish up here. It says, at least four flights have already reported unidentified objects and lights over Canada so far in 2024, including a January 4th sighting from Porter Airlines, a January 13th case involving FedEx, and a January 19th report from Flair Airlines over Air Canada. CTVnews.ca also previously documented 11 similar aviation cases from 2022. From drones to balloons, satellites, meteorites, flares, paper lanterns, and weather phenomena, many other reports described in this article likely have ordinary and earthly explanations, but with little sign of official investigation or follow-up from Canadian officials, most cases remain unexplained. Now, that's a really dirty little trick they do in these articles they, where they generalize. They list a bunch of straw men, balloon, satellites, meteorites, flares, paper lanterns. The paper lanterns, I mean, come on, guys. It's 2024. Are we still doing that? And weather phenomena. Yeah, heat lightning. So they've set up these straw men. And these straw men, straw man number one, balloons. Straw man number two, satellites. Straw man number three, meteorites, flares, paper lanterns weather phenomena, so on. Look over there. It could be one of those. It's like if you're walking along a street and someone's been victimized or mugged and they're laying there half alive and they've clearly been beaten up, you could say, well, maybe someone beat them up and took their money or maybe a set, maybe a meteorite fell out of the sky and knocked them in the head and their wallet just disappeared in the meantime. I mean, it's all of these straw man arguments, balloons, satellites, meteorites, flares, paper lanterns, they're so outlandish that they uh, totally violate what I think it's called the law of parsimony, right? Where the easiest, most simplest explanation is usually right. So they're stretching. So they're, they're planting the seeds of doubt. It goes on, it says, Donald Spike Cavalanche is a retired Transport Canada surveillance pilot who also spent more than two decades flying for the Royal Canadian Air Force. Quote, Transport Canada, NAV Canada, and the Department of National Defense need to work together to quickly and effectively respond to and investigate any UAP reports that could signify a potential threat to the flying public and potentially our national security, Cavalanche told ctvnews.ca. So far, that has not been done. At some point, you have to ask yourself, why hasn't it been done? Why are they hiding this stuff? Why are they dragging their feet? And who are the masters of these people? Are they actually in collusion with whatever is causing this UFO phenomena? Are they being told not to investigate? Are they setting up these these walls and that compartmentalize all the stuff? Is that being done intentionally? It seems like it's been done. At some point, they no longer have plausible deniability. At some point, clearly, they are hiding uh, information and data about UFOs from the public. And you can see here how Canada is doing it. They're doing it by taking a public resource like air travel and they're 
they are giving that resource, the, the management of that resource to a private nonprofit, quote unquote, company who is in charge of taking the UFO reports. And when they get those reports, they're supposed to post them. But what do they do? They post these condensed versions that don't really tell you what happened. If you want to find out the full report, you have to go investigate further. So it's just a way to set up, not a paywall, but an information wall. So we're kept from knowing about what's happening. And these things are happening all the time, 17 just last year, and already what, four or five this year. So the phenomena is there, the phenomena is real, but we're being blocked time and time again in Canada and the U.S. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over now.